You are listening to What Women Think in conversation with Anil Srivatsa. Quick bites of conversation from his live call in show Between the Sheets where he explores the unexplored minds of women and some men on topics that affect their lives between the sheets. Enjoy the show. If you're unmarried in a relationship, I'm sure you've had wonderful moments or you continue to have wonderful moments. In tonight's case mostly you've had wonderful moments with your partner, your spouse. He's been loving, caring, you've had very intimate times with him, fun intimate times with him. And as time went by, you found yourself in a situation where perhaps it's not very fun and intimate or just not very fun, but it's still intimate, but not because you want it because only he wants it. Only he wants it. Add marriage to it and now you're stuck or you feel like you're stuck. At night after a couple of drinks, perhaps his chemistry in the body changes he comes on to you as his wife but you're not in a mood you just don't feel like it and you say no maybe you fake a headache but it still doesn't matter to him he wants you between the sheets and he's going to do whatever it takes with a little force a little coercion just enough for you to just say oh god i don't want it but what do i do and he still has his way with you that makes you well technically a victim of marital rape Now think about this. Is this you? I'd like to hear from you on this. Your feelings, your thoughts, what goes on in your mind, what goes on in your life, what goes on in your world. Uh actually uh, my problem is that I met one friend and uh, like uh, on computer and uh, like it's been now for a few months I've met him and uh, every time like uh, he's a very good friend of mine but every time I've uh, told him that now I don't want all this relationship into that into physical and all but every time he says no i want to be with you physical every time if you want to do it or not but i want to and every time he like force me for everything uh, somehow i am not comfortable with it so did you say no i say no but he don't listen to me every time even even i've tried many many times to explain him that i'm getting married or something or i give him any excuse any excuse so why But don't you stay away from him because he is a good friend of mine and i don't no, want to listen you are contradicting yourself you are saying he is a good friend and then he doesn't listen to what you want, don't want so he can't be a good friend let's be clear a good yeah. friend would also listen to what you want and your feelings will be important for him so since that's not something he pays attention I'm, to this is not the first thing i'm getting it Every time, every friend I'm getting is like this only who who just want. Well, me. maybe you're a magnet for this kind of great yeah. people, so you should stay away from yes, wanting people, somebody. Yes, and you should not bring upon this find, on find yourself. Find a girl, find a girlfriend, someone who's a woman and can be as friendly as you want her to be. I myself have not experienced, but I know somebody in my life who has. And, We're talking it's not about. Confi- and they have confided in you. Sorry. And they confided in you about this. Yes, I have seen it closely, very closely. You know what happens is like you said to the other uh, a girl on the show she was saying that when you don't you don't uh, concede to a guy's demand they go away and uh, basically you would understand that uh, uh, women and men really function on a different level girls are looking for emotional stability and men are looking for only 
basic necessities. Yeah, and there are exceptions to both rules. Uh, most of the time, it is not. And uh, this like question said, that I'm talking again, about... Again, just to, not, not to take you away from the subject, but just as a matter of statistics in tonight's show for me, I have more men calling about being victims than women. Really? <laughs> really, yes. I mean, it's all documented. Yeah, it's all statistics. Um... So, uh, so having I, said that, there are exceptions to both sides. So I don't know. I've been reading a lot. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, I've not been reading of men reporting, but I guess... Well, uh, they're reporting here. I wish I could have taken them on, and I will one day. On one of the yeah, shows, I will leave it exclusively that. for men. Uh, coming back to this friend of mine, uh, just like the girl you talked about, uh, the call earlier, that uh, she was kind of a magnet. I guess it's something to do with exactly a signal or something that goes on. I knew this friend of mine, and uh, would you believe it? She had about two to three relationships and continuously it happened to her, continuously, unless until one day the girl herself had to give it a grinding halt. I can't name the person. She came to a grinding halt and got up to her sense and she's like, why is this happening to me alone? Every time you're in a relationship, why is it being pressured that if you're not conceding to one demand? Your emotional stability is being going to taken away. Is it really worth it? And if you feel regret, even if it is being alone late in the stage because of being scarred or not having that emotional stability or the love, the love of a of a person from the opposite sex, you know, which is also very, 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 very important in life. So, what's happened to your friend now? She had a relationship about two to three times. Uh-huh. And it was the same story over and over, over and over, over and over again. Now what is she doing? She's got over it. She's like, she's she's done something different. Mm. And uh, I guess she just had to stop. She had to wake up to talk to herself that why is it happening to her? She just had to get up. So at least she got the insight into that yeah, and now she she's out of it. Yeah, she had to it inside her that there's okay. something wrong with her. Mm. That why is it happening? And that's what I wanted to... Say, you know the biggest message because I didn't go to a psychiatrist I mean my friend I didn't take her to a psychiatrist mm-hmm. I didn't take her to a psychiatrist for counseling because I saw her going through mm-hmm. she's a very good friend I mean today she's all alone we stay in the same locality just across but uh, we went together because uh, she couldn't take, tell her parents about it mm-hmm. she won't tell anybody and uh, <coughs> then uh, with a group of friends we made her understand that you need to Take up a belief that if it has to come, if love has to come your way, let it come your way without you having to chase so it. Is she, on your feet. is she all right now? Well, I guess uh, we look at her every day. She mm. meditates a lot. That's good. Meditates a lot. Mm. She's got a lot of confidence. Mm. But yeah, that aspect of uh, being alone is always there. No. She's I'm in her sh- early 30s, but the aspect of that emotional stability, mm-hmm. that perhaps... Yeah. That has also uh, made us so strong that, um, well, we're all looking and hoping that she gets somebody in her life who will finally... Why don't, why don't you now put your energies in trying to introduce her to some uh, nice people? Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> okay. what I wanted to say. If you want to really have the belief, it may take a price, you know. It, take, it can scar you and it takes a price out of your life because you've been saying no to somebody on a cost of not getting physically attracted or physically intimate and getting scarred because it really scars you when the person leaves 
I have seen the person breaking down. No, there are some good men also around. And <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there are. A few good men. I think there is a little more than a few good <laughs> yeah, men. They are, they are. But so, yeah, when you get emotionally scarred, I've seen the person. Anyway, it's good you helped your friend come out of a bad situation. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. I have been married for, or let's say, I was married for four and a half years, and uh, it was more of a physical, physically abusive relationship, so to say, you know. But in the first now, year, now, of marriage, now just to do justice to the subject matter of uh, tonight, were you a victim during yes, this yes, of uh, marital rape? Much, yes, sir. I was very much a victim. Uh, it just started off with uh, probably, you know, just a slap on your cheeks. Or you know, just pulling your hair, and it just got probably over the years, over a period of time, it just got violent. And uh, and in fact, out of the four years of marriage, I was with him for only one year, and three years we were separated. And I was given the thought whether I need to continue with this, and why am I still sticking to the marriage? Now the best part about the whole thing is the first year of marriage, he made me quit my job, and he made me sit at home. Unfortunately, I never realized the perils of that. And now I realize, and that is what I want to convey probably to all the women around. You know, if we have been given the gift of education, we might as well utilize the fact. Men probably, I don't know. I won't categorize everyone into the same category for the matter. But what I can say is, if you can be financially independent, that really helps. Even if you're married, your husband might be probably bringing bringing in a six or a seven-figure salary for all that matters. But if you're educated, and You know, it's it's a very common saying which says like uh, empty mind is devil's workshop. So when you sit home, all you think is why is he not calling me? Why why is he late today? Or probably you know why is he <laughs> why is he dressing probably I don't know in a different manner? Or why is why is he putting on this perfume? You know, so many thoughts keep on coming in your mind probably, and you. Because you're not working, because you don't have nothing to do, because you've been at home and you just don't have anything so, to do. So, are you out of this marriage? I am out. Uh huh. And I'm are out. you are you happy for that? I'm very much happy. The only thing is, I I would have been happier probably if I'd have taken the decision a little earlier. This is my first relation that I had, and uh, I guess I got serious about this relation, and uh, when I realized that he was simply flirting with me. But I was not able to come over it, and uh, it was I guess thirty first of December, and he promised that he would meet me, but then he didn't make it on time, and uh, uh, I I got drunk. Uh, I got I was just the stalls, and I didn't know what to do, so I got a little drunk. I got a little tipsy, and then I realized that uh, I'm out, and I I just walked off. This guy disappeared, and he took me to his place, and I was not in my senses. And I don't know what's happening to me. And later, when I just woke up morning, I realized that I'm, I'm in a bad state. And um, since then, I I did not turn back to him, and I just broke off. But then I still have that regret and that guilty conscience that I guess it was my mistake that I I got drunk. Was he drunk too? No, he was not. Well, it's not your mistake because even even by law, that's rape. There is a big how do you convince your own conscience that you lost your virginity for something that was not worth? Which wasn't as beautiful as it should have been in the first time, right? True, but then uh, you know you feel I, I still regret and I've had a guilty conscience that I think it was me who allowed myself. So the dilemma is you're guilty about this and you don't know how to get over it. Exactly. Right. 
Now, the first thing is you need to bring a closure to this whole episode. Only then you will be able to come out of it. How do you do that, Doc? Uh, by talking about it, understanding that you were not really a party to the whole thing when it happened. You were not in your senses. And yes, it was foolish that you got drunk and you allowed all those things to happen. But that's okay. Well, so I don't know. Is allowed the right word on this one? She was drunk and she passed out and she was helped by this person. That Because I would not even call it a rape. Uh, because since I was not in my senses, maybe I, I don't no, no, know no, no, that no. I Legally, legally, that is definitely in that category. Yes. So yes. you don't have to call it, the law calls it. Okay. So no, you but d- how do I come over my own uh, guilty conscience that I am about it? That, you know, it is just because of me that it all started and uh, how do I come over it? No, that, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh-huh. That the way to come out of it is to have a closure on it. And how do you have a closure? By now understanding that you were not really a conscious party to what happened. It was really beyond your control and you were not a party to it or you were not consciously into it. And therefore, please reduce the guilt that you have about it and start uh, looking for other things that makes you happy and move on with your life. I just want to ask another question now. If I want to move on with my life, do you think it's good to discuss about this with another man that is going to be in your life? I mean, do you think it's no, I, good the, to be open about it? The only advice I have for you on this is not many men are very open and receptive to something like this. So you have to play it by the ear and understand the situation and then decide. And the only thing that I can add to what Dr. Patri said is wait till you have implicit trust in this person to be able to share something so deep down with him. But you never know when the person will lose the trust and how would he react after listening to all this? Well, uh, again... uh, Yeah, there have been situations where uh, people have come to me with this kind of a dilemma. And I've said that you understand the whole situation and you know we all have a gut feeling as to what is appropriate what is not and if you think there's no need to share then it can just be allowed to pass and the whole thing should, can be forgotten and as opposed to him thinking that oh my god she's been with another man regardless yes. of whether it's in your with your consent or not it has nothing to do with it's none of his business what you did before you met him it was your life so you choose to tell him the truth or you choose to say yeah I was just with another man so yeah. big, so and as long as you're not doing it while you're with him deal? yes and why would you ruin a future just because the unfortunate thing happened in your past and right. there are instances where men don't even recognize or they don't care frankly yeah, yeah both no, but there are men who still well that's care not the kind of the well that's not the kind of man you want to be with exactly but end of the day I guess everyone expects uh, each other to be version and that's no, what they I mean, is that no, what you expect? No, not really. No, well, I don't. I don't think in a metropolitan city like Delhi, that's going to be a big uh, factor at all. I think just go ahead, put away this uh, guilt feeling, and move on. We have been married for almost eight years, mm-hmm. and uh, my husband drinks a lot, and okay. I've been abused sexually also. Abuse meaning uh, you don't want to do this, and he does. Yes, yeah, because I don't like him drinking. So, so you were with, so you're withholding uh, you were withholding your your sexual favor to him and hoping that he will stop drinking yes and has it worked no it has not worked so what is the situation like now and, uh, I'm not working so I mean just the previous call what Manju had said I would really appreciate I feel even 
girls have to be independent at least to come out of this situation so why don't you and start I'm, working no i'm also actually then during this time i got involved with somebody else mm-hmm. and uh, we got involved physically and uh, now the person with whom i got involved i mean he's trying to retire i mean get away from it so what do you want to do uh, i don't know i'm in a fix no i think somebody doesn't want to be involved with you that's a clear message so but that he he had all the fun i mean yeah oh you had all the fun too yes so you Come can't on. just only you, you uh, used him as much hmm. i mean what were you planning to do with him marry him no no I well mean, then so see that, it was mutual yeah. so you can't be putting all the blame on him you had the fun too so it was equal in terms of the relationship and now he wants to not be associated with you i think you should so at the very least uh, think of it as a good memory and walk away from it yeah, and right. now you have to concentrate on the real problem that is in your house yes your marriage and what's happening and uh, your husband being alcoholic how are you going to deal with that that should be your focus no, but even i'm feeling guilty of what happened what i did i'm feeling very guilty how do, how do i come well out of see that now feeling? you're you're stacking up your problems so before you stack up the problems deal with one and then get to the other otherwise you're just going to get so overwhelmed with your problems that you don't end up doing anything for it how do i come out of it now by, by deciding what you need to do with your marriage which is anyway in shambles that's so, what attracted you yeah, to another but man I, but i cannot at any point of time walk out of my marriage you know, why? My yeah. why and i'm not independent okay then why don't you take your husband to a doctor and try to get him de-addicted and get him out of that drinking habit and work on does your husband want to get out of it yes he wants to well okay. then take him to an alcoholics anonymous yes. kind of an organization and also to a de-addiction center where they as long be- as he wants to do this then maybe you, you can, should help him out yes absolutely and maybe you will be able to resurrect this marriage and when you help your husband out and you find that he's recovering and coming out of it the other part and the other association and the guilt associated with it would automatically die down because you are not tell him about this no no first no, get, no, get, no first need. get him out of this habit first yes there's no need to talk about this at all like focus said, on me don't him. stack up your problems and try blame myself for what i did i don't i feel very guilty for no, what so, i did no so whatever you feel whatever your problems are like i said keep it aside now deal with it once you've finished with curing your husband of his issues and then once that happens you hopefully your marital uh, bliss will continue and and flourish again and when it flourishes those other problems may seem very trivial, trivial. and uh, unimportant all right okay. thank you so much